This is Gemara Numa Daf PB. Is a learning should be as chosher for a shame of many of them. Vegel Chaim and Sarah Shalom is even an easy little sorbas can handle. Eat about Siemas Chayzer. You sold my mental letter. Parents of Yisrael. Shalom has no member. Shev figure. Shirachan of all Shmuel and Tila. Tanil ben Chan. Reason Mechayev. Sin Libracha. But some Musa didn't end up in the middle. Speed and figure. Ronit Pichlav. Sumer Tzeli Uva. Rivko Baba Shem. Naftali Speed and Vegel Esther. Nital Bas Bas. Naftali Speed and Esther. Vesayishar. Cholly Yisrael as well as Chosherach for Yisrael Chaim and Devira Nataleya Bas Ita. Hopefully we have a little bit of a different mic set up. We'll take care of a little bit of the echo. Thank you all for bearing with me. Let's pick it up on the bottom of I pay Aleph Omid Bays. We ran through these last four lines. Let's see it once again. We said in the Mishnah that Shasa Seer or Murius, that if someone drinks Tzir, fish brine, or Murius or fish fats, Potri is Potrinium Kipper. Of course, again, as we mentioned many times, it is forbidden in his Osir, but there is no Chiv Kari, says the Gemara. The obvious implication of, of the Mishnah is Al Chaimit, but if you drink vinegar, Chayiv, then you're going to be Chayiv, says the Gemara. What is this opinion that holds that drinking vinegar is considered a food? Mani Rebbe, it sounds like the opinion of Rebbe. The Tani learned in the price of Rebbe Oimer. Says Rebbe, one more time, says Rebbe, four lines to the bottom, Chaimitz, Meshiv Es Hanefesh. Chaimitz, vinegar restores the soul, it sounds like. Vinegar is something that can quench your thirst. So says the Gemara that seemingly who our Mishnah is working with. He argues and he says, no, we do not bask in like Rebbe. The next year, they heard that we don't pass in like Rebbe. So everyone went out and mixed water and vinegar and drank such a vinegar type of drink in Yom Kippur. Shama Rav Gidol, Rav Gidol heard and he said, and Vikbin, and he was quite upset about this story. He said, what are you doing, Omar? He said, Eimer no Dieved. What did I say? I meant to Dieved. If you did it, then that's one level. Lichatchila mi Omar. Did I ever tell you the Lichatchila? You could go and eat this fish broth. Excuse me. Lichatchila, go. You can eat this vinegar. Similarly, what did I say? A little bit. Tuva mi Omar. Did I say you can go guzzle down this vinegar? As well, I was only referring to fresh, undiluted vinegar. Mazlik mi I never was referring to diluted vinegar as that's obviously more of a drink. And says the Gemara of Gidl was quite upset with the story. We turn over to today's Dav, Pebez, Amad Aleph, Anumish. Says the Mishnah, quite a famous Mishnah, continuing the halachis of Yom Kippur itself. Who, who has to fast? We talk about right now. Says the Mishnah, Hatinoikis Ein Ma'anenoyis of Yom Kippurim. Hatinoikis children, particularly in the female sense, we'll see about males as well. Do not fast in Yom Kippur. Avol, however, a famous line. Minchan Chinoizal of Neisha. We do have a din of chinuch. We do have to train children like all dini of chinuch. Levnesha a year before, Levnesha Tayim, and two years before. Why? So that the ruggles are used to the fast. So, first of all, let's just point out that that doesn't mean a year or two earlier, as Rashi here in the Gemara is going to explain. That means two or three years earlier for the simple reason of before a year, before two years. That is din number one. And we're going to see in the Gemara just to mention that there's many, many. Um, a farshim here that deal with the basic chiyuv and obligation of chiyuv of chinuch, excuse me. A lot of big rayas that come from our Gemara. Let's begin. Says the Gemara. 
First, we start with the obvious question, as we always have, whenever we list two different quantities, it's always difficult. If you said one, why do you have to say the other? Says the Gemara, If for two years you have to do chenuch before, prior to, bas, bar, mitzvah, seemingly from age of 10 or 11, but if they shana me, you have to say the same thing for one year, that's repetitive, of course. Amar Rav Chizda, Laikasha, Abachayla, Habibari. So says Rav Chizda, no, one is talking about a chayla, a sick child, a sick child, you let him prepare for one year prior. Habibari, one is talking about a healthy child, a healthy child prepares for two years prior. Okay, did number one of Rav Chizda. Says the Gemara, let's, a few opinions about fasting, training children before Yom Kippur, and then we'll tie it back to our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, five lines into Pebeza, Amaral of Amrav Huna. Ben Ches, Ben Taz, Ben Chan, Chan, Yisal, Lef Neishais. An eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, you got to train him for hours to fast for part of Yom Kippur. Ben Yud, Ben Yiral, a 10, 11-year-old, Mashlim him, Midirabanan. The din derabanon to have a full fast. Ben Yud Beis Mashlimin Midaraisa. Bitinoikes, obviously referring to a girl, because we're talking about the age of 12 when a girl is obligated in all mitzvahs. So says Ravuna again, 8 and 9, Chinuch, 10 and 11, complete derabanon, 12 deraisa for a girl. Rav Nachman Amar, Rav Nachman is not arguing, Rav Nachman is in the same camp as Rav Huna. Just Rav Nachman applies it to boys. Rav Nachman Amar Ben Tez, Ben Yod, Mechan, Chanushais. Of course, Rav Nachman is going to bump everyone up a year, because we're talking about boys. A 9-year-old, a 10-year-old has to fast for hours. Ben Yiral, Ben Yabez, 11 or 12-year-old, Mashlim, and Rabbanan. They have a din of Hashlom, a din, their Rabbanan, an obligation to complete the fast. Ben Yod, Gimel, Mashlim, and Raisa. 13-year-old has to complete Midaraisa Bitinik. So again, Ravuna and Rav Nachman are both in the same camp over here. Seemingly, they're learning that there's two stages. There's a stage where, I should say three stages, really. There's a stage, Achi of Daraisa, 13 for boy, 12 for girl. There's a stage where they're calling Hashlama Midrabanan, which is 11-12 boy, 10-11 girl. And then there's the, the stage of Shalis, you have to fast for part of the day, which is going to be 10-11 boy, 8-9 girl. Which of course, this really translates into the din of the Mishnah, as we'll see in a moment. Shana Shanatayim, let's let the Gemara develop and explain itself. Rav Yoichlan Amar, but now Rav Yoichlan argues. Says Rav Yoichlan, Hashlama Dirabana Laka, there's no such din. That whole middle level, we had a level of Shais, we have a level of Daraisa. What was that middle level? That middle level that Rav Huna said by a girl is 10 or 11, Rav Nachman said by a boy is 11 or 12. The level which they said was a din Dirabanan. To complete the fast, says Rav Nachman Yoichanan, it does not exist. Hashlama Dirabana Laka. And therefore, Ben Yod, Ben Yirao, Mechanichan, Lashais, Ben Yod Beis, Mashlim and of course, referring to a girl. So Rav Yoichanan cuts out that middle level. So Machlaik is Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, say there's a middle level of Hashlama, I should call it completely Dirabanan. Rav Yoichanan disagrees, gets rid of that level entirely. Tanan, so says the Gemara, a question on Rav Yechlan from our Mishnah. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Girls do not fast in Yom Kippur, but we have a din of chinuch for one or two years prior. Bishlama says the Gemara, like we pointed out, According to Rav Huna and Rav Nachman, now, there's a bit of a difficulty over here in the Girsai, so let's try to hold on together. That what does it mean, Lifnei Shana? 
Now over here we put in the word Lidivrehem. That Lefnei Shana, we is a din dirabon. Lefnei Shana, I should say better. Based on Rav Huna, Rav Nachum, Lefnei Shana, Lefnei Shana, Tayim. One or two years. Now the Gemara explains. Lefnei Shana, Lidivrehem. What does it mean one year? That's a din dirabon, which means Lefnei Shana. Like we pointed out, we read the Mishnah. A year early, which means two years. Which means in a din dirabonon, there's a din hashlama, there's a din to complete it two years prior. Which is what we saw according to Rav Hun and Rav Nachman, each into their own sheet, a boy, girl, 10, 11, 11, 12. And when it said two years, what is that? This is the word that comes that causes difficulty over here. If you see this little aleph that points right over here to the Bach, and the Bach points out it's Ladivre Taira. Not Ladivreim, but rather Ladivre Taira. So let's read it with the Bach, it's a little bit easier. Ladivre Taira. Two years before him, which is a dindaraisa, which Lifnation before two years, referring to three years. That is the Dindaraisa. So according to basically Ravuna Ramnachman, it's very simple. They had three different levels. They went all the way back three, four years prior, which in the Mishnah, Shanashnatayim, which of course means Lifnei before the three or four years, the two or three years, however you want to do the math. And says the Gemara, everything's fine. El Rav Nachman, two lines before the white lines. Kasha. According to Rav Nachman, there's no din hashlama. There's no din completing on a Dravana level. So we're up the creek. Amlacha Rav Yechana. I'm sorry. Amlacha Rav Yechana. My Shana Shnatayim. What do the words of Neishana, of Neishanatayim in the Mishnah mean? Lepirkan. What that means is close to them becoming an adult. It means. As we're getting close to that, the, the you know, we'll call it D-Day, 12 years or 13 years. And that's how Rav Yechon is going to have to retranslate the Mishnah. Before we continue, this is the hard part of today's daf. Let's see one Rashi. Rashi over here towards the bottom of the narrow lines. El Rav Yechon Kasha. Let's read that Rashi together. According to Rav Yechon, the Mishnah doesn't make any sense. He said there's no dim of Hashlam. No din to complete and fast a full day midirabanan the tema masnizar khadikatani kidakimna leave the Ravyahuna. That we could say the same reason Rabuna Vramachman. Vresha Bachila Vesavim Bari. And the two or three, the one and two, that's gonna be Khailan Bari. Kidukimna Ravchista. Namilo Sigmund Mastisikatani Shalosh Labari Shtaim the Khaila. Vravyechnamar Lishtaim the Bari Bachas the Khaila. So basically we have an issue according to Ravyechnan. And what does Ravyechran answer? Uh, one second, a little bit of a highlighting issue. Here we go. Am lecharav yechlan two lines into the wide lines. Loi titni lefnei shana demash shlatayim lefnei shlatayim demash megimul shanim. Elaim a mechanchin aisai shana samach lepirka bechayla ushtayim lebari. Says the Gemara on the first wide line. Tashema. Now we're gonna flip and have a question on Rav Huna and Rav Nach. Now it's very good because he can explain that what he's referring to a year before 
they become an adult for a chayla, a 12-year-old, a year before, the, two years before, when they would come for a bari. Who say that, how long do you train here? Train? How long is the training period? If it's even a chayla, it's three years. So how does it fit? What does it mean by a chinuch? It means that middle level, will learn, which is completing me. How can you say chinuch means to complete? But we learned eizeh chinuch ayu ragel echol b'shtei shayis machinos al shalish b'shalish machinos al ba'arba. What is chinuch? Fundamental says the Gemara. Chinuch is to do a little bit more. If you normally eat at the third hour, eat at the fourth, the fourth at the fifth, the fifth at the sixth. You push a little harder. Chinuch is to show with Yom Kippur, and you got to push yourself. Amar Rav Barula These different types of chinuch. One is going to be the chinuch part of the day, and that's going to be how we're going to learn up this brisa. Says the Mishnah. Now we get into the very famous sugya of when can a chayla chayla misukan a chayla sheish misakana eat on Yom Kippur. Says the Mishnah. We're on the bottom quarter of Pebizam and Aleph. Oprah, we have a pregnant woman. She She smells food. She gets a waft of that beautiful, luscious food. And what happens? And she has a craving. It's a craving, a very unique and extreme type of craving that she feels like she's going to, God forbid, die. She's like, you feed her, give her that food. She has to calm herself down. And then she'll be okay. Similarly, says the Mishnah, if there's a chayla, chayla, sheyesh v'sakana, deathly ill person, we feed them, alpi bekiim, based on what a doctor says. We'll see more about that in a moment. Whatever the chayla itself says, until the chayla says, die, it is enough, I ate enough. So again, we're going to have very unique and important halachis of when can a chayla eat, how we evaluate the chayla, the baki, the right for the doctor, the experts, etc. When if the chayla, the sick person themselves says they need to eat, let's get to it, it says, we have an ober, we have a pregnant, not ober, we have a pregnant woman that smells meat of a carbon, or treif meat, and they smell this meat, and this is a similar concept, excuse me, that based on the smell, they have this unique craving, and they need this food, the problem is it's kachim, the problem is it's treif, they're not going to eat treif, says the Gemara, but the person's going to die, what are you going to do, says the Gemara, you know you do, if you stick a straw, you stick a stick, into the sauce, and give her a little taste of the sauce, and this yashva if she comes down, mutav, give her this juice itself, give her the gravy of that big fat pork, then this Yasha Daitan, if she comes out, Mut of Givaldic, Vim Lav, Machilin, Isai, Shuman Atzma. You give them the fat. Shein the Chadaver, Oimid, Vivnei, Bekuach, Nefesh. Famous line, nothing stands in the way of human life. We value life more than anything else in this world. And therefore, even any Avera in the world, what takes precedence? Human life. You live by the Torah. The Torah is not meant for you to die. But of course, with the most important caveat of the three, says the Gemara Chotz. The three cardinal averas, how time appropriate, as we know, the three cardinal averas, the Beis Amigdash Rishon, as we're heading towards Tishabav, the Beis Amigdash Rishon was destroyed for the three cardinal averas, says the Gemara, these are the three averas that even at life, even at gunpoint, someone holds a gun to your head and tells you, you got to be over and Gidei Rai, Shri Chastamim, or Abay Dezara, 
you got to take the bullet. What's the simplest explanation? We're about to see Psukim right now. We mentioned this Pshaw, we saw this Gemara prior, I believe in Gemara Eirevin, that the simplest explanation is these Averis are so terrible, so against God, that it's not even worth living. It's not worth living if you're going to have to bow down to an idol. So what do you do? You take the bullet and you don't bow down to another God. But now the Gemara is going to prove it from Psukim. That was a bit of a Svara. Now says the Gemara, we learned in our in Namar after Tyre would have said, Bakal Nafshecha, you gotta serve Hashem with your entire soul, your entire life. Lomar never bechomaidecha. Why does it say with all your money? Then never chomodech, lam never chomashcha, why does it say with your whole life? Aim Yeshadim Shikovakabalamai. There's some people, and that's the normal thing, that your life is worth more than money. Serve God. To your entire life. But if there's a person, a unique and crazy individual, that his money is more important than his body, you've got to serve with all your assets. This as well shows that nothing takes precedence. But aside for idol worship, of course, and therefore if there was an option of serving an idol, you'd have to take the bullet. Gideon Rais, number two. Ushvichastam, number three. Where do we know that from? The Tanya, we learned in our Rabbi, says, Rabbi, when a person stands on his friend, so too will be this matter. What's it teaching us? It's quoting a Murutzach, someone who's getting killed, and I'm Rasa, someone who's chasing after another person to force them to have relations. What is it teaching me? It's coming to teach, and we learn from it. If someone is chasing after a betrothed girl, in order to force their relations, you let to kill that person. After I say, so too, a murderer, you kill them first. You have to get killed and you can't transgress the terrible Avera of murder. If someone gives you a gun and says, shoot that person or I'll shoot you, you gotta take the bullet. Says the Gemara, okay, so we had Nayim Rasa, we learned Nayim Rasa from Reiseyach, and we learned that just like by Reiseyach, if someone's about to commit murder, you kill them first, and therefore we see that you have to take the bullet and not kill someone else. Says the Gemara, I, I don't know if I just said that pro- appropriate, let me say that better. If someone's gonna kill you, you kill them first. Says the Gemara, we learned Nayim Rasa from there, we learned now that if someone is going to chase after a person to sleep with them, you kill them first. Says the Gemara, so what do we see? We see that these are the three cardinal Averis that you give up your life, and you don't be over these terrible Averis. But says the Gemara, everything came from Reitzeach, from murder. Where do we know Reitzeach itself? That you have to give up your life and not commit murder, says the Gemara. Svaruhu. It's a basic. It's a, excuse me. Svaruhu. It's a logic. Da'u does like I made the Rava. Someone came in front of Rava. Amr lay, Amr li. And this person said to Rava, they telling me we're having highlight issues today. Apologies. One more time. Amr Lai, they said to Rav Amr Lai, they're saying to me, Mari, to recut the Leblan, kill this person, the lie, cut They gave me a gun and they said, shoot Ruven, are we going to shoot you? Rava, Rabbi, what should I do? Amar Lay, Rava famously answers, Nikat Nik. Let them kill you. till you should not kill. My How do you know your blood is redder? Basically, he says, Rava, there's impossible to weigh human life, and therefore you have no way of saying, I will take life into my hands. And therefore they say, kill him or we're going to kill you. You got to give up your life for who's to say which life is more valuable. The very famous Joshua, we learn out that right, 
is something that you have to even give up your life for. Says the Gemara, now we begin a bit of a story back into the Mishnah, the Mishnah of the pregnant woman with the craving needing tea food. Says the Gemara smack in the middle of Pebizim and Beza Uobra. There was a pregnant woman, the Orcha, the Orcha, that she smelled food and she's having a craving and she needs to eat it. Also, like a maid came, Rabbi, they came to Rabbi Amarlo, go whisper in her ear, the Yaima de Kibura who tell her it's in Gipper. And what happened? And she subsided, she didn't need to eat the food, and she got a hold of herself. Kari they called about this woman, They said about this woman, Apostolic, Apostolic Weir, Apostolic in Yermio, that said, Before you were created in the womb, I already knew you, I already knew that you were Kadosh, I already knew that you were a holy person. For the fact that this woman was able to grab a hold of herself, it showed that the fetus inside of her, the item that was causing the craving, was obviously something holy and spiritual, was able to grab a hold of itself. And a similar story in the flip side says the Gemara who brother was praying the woman Darachi also the commander of Chanina Amalu Lechushula again whispered in her and told him Kipper Vleach Chashai they whispered at the ear and she didn't calm down. Kari Alei, they said about this woman turning over to the Gimel and Bees, and with this we're going to conclude, Zayru Rishayi Meirechem. Now we quoted Apostle to Hillel Meirechem, that this witch, the wicked person, come from the womb, and Nafak Minei, Shabtai Atzar Peri, they came from her, a person named Shabtai, who used to grab all the produce, a bit of a terrible person. Of course, there's no way for one to control their Uber, control the fetus, but we see over here the unique power that it has, even when it's inside the body, the woman that was able to be controlled by telling her to Yom Kippur, the woman from that. We'll pick up